This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Thursday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. Aldi says it plans to spend over 70 million euro with Cork food and drink suppliers this year. The German retailer opened a new store in Douglas this morning. Here's how that was reported earlier today. Aldi says it plans to spend over 70 million euro with food and drink producers in Cork this year. The retailer made the announcement at the opening of their 24th store in Cork today on the site of the former Cinema World in Douglas. The store will employ 27 people on a full-time basis. Speaking to Red FM News, Group Managing Director of Aldi Ireland, Niall O'Connor, says the store will be working with local charities. The store will support local charities through our Community Grants Bursary Fund, uh, which is primarily driven by our store employees, and of course our Food Cloud programme. And that's where we donate surplus food uh, on a daily basis to very, very local charities within the Douglas area. Our County Cork stores alone have donated over 300,000 meals to local charities through our partnership with Food Cloud. Pub and restaurant owners are calling for clarity over a decision to reopen indoor hospitality. This is how that story was covered in our morning bulletins. The Transport Minister says he doesn't want to stop start international travel and expects the rollout of the digital COVID cert to continue on July 19th. Eamon Ryan says he's cautiously optimistic that indoor dining will be allowed from July 5th, despite the Delta variant. A decision from ministers on reopening is expected late next week. Minister Ryan says the EU digital COVID cert, which will be in place from next month, will provide some protection. What we really didn't want to do was stop start. The way we've done this opening in Ireland so far has worked. We've managed to keep the numbers steady while reduce or bringing back some sort of elements of normal life. Uh, I... I don't expect for, for that to change. Obviously, if circumstances change, look at it again. But, but, but no, I don't think it will. The rollout of the digital um, COVID search the, 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 is going to be key and, mm. uh, and that will give us uh, some protection. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with football in Cork City return to action tomorrow evening. The Rebel Army go into the away trip to Shelburne on the back of a morale-boosting win over Athlone Town last week. Boss Colin Healy says it's up to them to maintain their momentum. Listen, as you said, it was a good it was a good team performance against um, against Athlone on Friday night. I thought everybody they they all played well. The work rate was there. Um, listen, we got two good goals. Um, I know now it's going to be a difficult challenge going up to the shelves, but I think it's one that the, the players should enjoy going up. To, you know, it's a they're a good side. I said, listen, there's a small there's a bit of confidence now. Listen, you know what happens is that when you win games, confidence comes. So. That the players will be got a bit of confidence going up there and hopefully we can put on a good performance. Cork's Cueving Kelleher has signed a new long-term deal with Liverpool. The former Ringmahan Rangers goalkeeper has committed his future to the Reds after making five first-team appearances this season and featuring in the Premier League and Champions League. The 22-year-old also won his first Senior Republic of Ireland cap earlier this month against Hungary. Locally, the Munster Senior League season kicks off tonight with the Keane Cup. Rockman face UCC. Castleview take on Blarney United, Douglas Hall entertain St Mary's, Wilson United face Riverstown and Kilworth Celtic take on Moy. They're all at 7.15. In rugby, Tyg Furlong has been drafted into the Lions starting 15 to face Japan at Murrayfield on Saturday. Xander Ferguson had been due to play but is suffering from a back spasm. That means that all seven Irish players included in Warren Gatland's squad will start the first warm-up game. And in Gaelic Games, there's one fixture this evening in Division 1A of the Red FM Hurling Leagues. Black Rock hosts Sarsfields. That's in Church Road at 7.15. I'm Rory and that's the sport on Corex Red FM at sportnation.bet. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. 
Cork City Fire Brigade were run off their feet last night. There were crews from Anglesey Street, Ballyvalan, Ballancolleg. There were over 50 different incidents across the city last night. In fact, they posted on Twitter with photographs and amongst them apparently were fires lit at the derelict uh, Sunset Ridge Motel. In fact, the Echo this morning says that the fire service was out from early afternoon uh, right into the early hours of this morning uh, because of the bonfires across the city. Fire services, Gardaí as well. They said there was um, an awful lot of fires on Tuesday in the run-up to bonfire night as well. So we had a couple of days of it. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I think uh, a lot of them were lit by kids and uh, particularly the one, I believe, that was reported from the Sunset Ridge area. I, I worry about things like Sunset Ridge, like when you think of what happened to, to Vernon Mount. I mean, Vernon Mount's a lot more historically... Uh, important, I suppose, but nonetheless, when you have derelict buildings, people tend to put them on, set them on fire, and a lot of those involved, apparently, certainly with the Sunset Ridge, were kids. And I was fascinated with an article that made uh, the papers um, over the past couple of days. It was in the Echo, and that was Sally uh, Hanlon, who's the director of Support After Crime Services of Anglesey Street, and she was talking primarily uh, about children as young as eight or nine. Uh, getting involved in criminal activity. This comes on the back of the Chief Super Barry McPolan talking about children as, again, as young as eight or nine, drunk in the city and asking the questions about do their parents not know where they are and would their parents ever please cop on? So I was fascinated about that and Sally joins me by phone. Sally, good morning. Good morning, Neil. You know, in the cases of, of criminal activity amongst children as young as, say, eight or nine, as you talk about, damaging people's property, theft, robbery stuff, are there any consequences at all for children of that age with regards to the law? No? Very little. Very little. What can be done with them, Neil? You're not going to put them into a place of detention. Um, what other way? I wouldn't want to see them going into a place of detention. But I would like that if there was kids who are out there doing this, that their parents or guardians are made responsible for the damage they caused. Yeah. And that's financially responsible. Yeah. yeah. To the, to the victims. And and because this means this is because you are actually dealing with people who have been victims of serious criminal offences by minors who are coming into you and finding that actually because they're underage, they get away with the crime scot-free, is it? Well, yes, and it's, it's I suppose, when some, when damage is done and are stuff stolen or whatever, that the people, when they realise the age of those who are doing it, they're, they're, they're astounded, they're frustrated, they're annoyed because they know there's very little that can be done and there's no way of getting them to to compensate or restore the harm they have done. Yeah. I mean, I do know that the juvenile liaison officers work with, with the children. But again, being a mother myself and a grandmother, you look at children of eight or nine, they have no, their mind isn't developed enough to know the impact they're causing. It's a point. And they, they, they don't know, so therefore there are no consequences. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily.